0: He's jumping on the bed. One fell off and bumped its head. Mama called the doctor and the doctor said...
1: Don't... Don't take over the planet.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls.
1: intro jumped right into that. We didn't even test the audio. I hope it looks good. (laughs) Everyone outside and in between... Welcome... Welcome... back. Back. Does it look good? I mean, mine looks good. Okay. Then then, it right.
0: should be it should be dynamite
1: dynamite uh this is a movie slash art discussion podcast uh and uh i am one of your hosts sam bannigan
0: i'm the other andrew timothy thomas
1: it's not your middle name. Uh
0: <laughs> seeing your driver's license. <laughs> <laughs>
1: how, how you doing this week, Andrew? It's been a long fucking week. Holy
0: it has shit. been a long week. I whatever, because Sam, we don't use Facebook. We have iMessengers like big boys. Mm-hmm. So the 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 link for Zincaster, you see you write the movie and watch each week yeah. and i see it each week and i went on to facebook and i saw it said turning red and i was like that was a week ago that felt that like one... that felt like three weeks ago
1: <laughs> that was one calendar week ago yeah one calendar week ago we saw turning red wild Tur- turning red
0: um i'm okay long week looking looking for jobs it's yeah. we're we're approaching that mcdonald's territory
1: oh no <laughs> didn't you say you could you could go back to amc didn't, didn't you i applied AMC- i've never
0: heard back and i'm not gonna check in because i don't care that much <laughs> That's i talked to, care, to them honestly. and they were like yes yes please yes please just At apply point. what you have to do is apply again and then we'll let you through and I was like, "Yeah, the Batman's coming up. I know they're going to hire more people." And I never got a call, and I'm not, not I'm not going that's back. I know my hilarious. worth at least enough.
1: Yeah, um, that's fair.
0: Yeah, but still doing jokes. Have a oh yeah, I got a show coming up this week.
1: Oh hell yeah! So
0: yeah, I'll plug away at that. Sick. What about you? What are you
1: doing? Uh I'm doing okay. I'm also I found a big boy job to apply to, which is very Ooh. fun. Um I gotta work on that stuff today. Uh I don't like applying for jobs. <laughs> it's uh, like, I don't like I don't like capitalism. That's I know it's a crazy, crazy talk. I know, it's uh, like dating. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, the damn one percent of dating. <laughs> Those I am the 99%. Percent. Yeah. Uh, that's a weird way to talk about dating. Um, <laughs> yeah, this week has been fucking long, man. Like I worked like every day. Like I haven't had like a day off um, at all. And I don't really like I have days off, but I don't have a day where like I don't have any plans. I don't yeah. have to do anything, you know, like I don't have one of those days. Like, today I have this, tomorrow I have to edit this, Tuesday I have dinner plans, Wednesday I might have dinner-slash-movie-seeing plans, and then I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then we're back to Sunday.
0: And then we're back to Sunday.
1: And uh, we're (laughs) going to talk about a different movie next week, which also i got to talk to you about after this yes i don't know what the fuck we're doing and i don't have much time this week to watch movies so i gotta figure it out
0: everything uh, anywhere always all happening at once
1: is that coming out this week it's this week okay i will i mm, mm. here's the fun thing about working nights andrew i, I oh i hear be able you let's see it
0: yo i do gig work as a bartender I could make great money doing that. I could, but yeah. you know what happens at night as well? Stand up comedy. comedy. Shows. So yeah,
1: comedy shows. it
0: doesn't really work out. I hear you, my dad. Doesn't dude. really
1: work. <laughs> doesn't really work like that. Yeah, maybe. I'll have to look at my calendar. I'll do that after. I was gonna do that right now, but I'm in the middle of a podcast. Yeah. I'm so professional.
0: No, we're just we're just um, thinking about life. Went to a whole bartending school, then one one lockdown later. Do, get bartending work, but not the work I need.
1: <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to do a bartending class thing. Do it. I really want to bartend. I think it'd be really fun. You'd be good at it. I I really enjoy it at Citadel, and I think I would like to do it at other places. Yeah. You know, making cocktails and stuff. Chat. Been watching chat. a lot of cocktail videos recently.
0: Have you seen top Cocktail with Tom Cruise? No. It's a, it's a fun movie.
1: Okay. <laughs> you know what else is a fun movie?
0: You know what else are fun movies? Not Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Not Rise <laughs> of the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> but the other two. And War of the Planet of the Apes 2011, 2014, and 2017's hit films. Planet the... of the Apes. Rise, Dawn. The Planet
1: oh. Planet of the Apes uh, prequel trilogy. Yes. The true prequels.
0: The, the Caesar, the Caesar cut. Hashtag yeah. the Caesar cut. We saw yeah. it. We watched it. We watched all three. A week after the Batman. Two weeks after?
1: Two no. weeks after the yeah, Batman.
0: Two weeks after the Batman. We watched it. We did it. Sam, what do you think of this whole gosh dang trilogy?
1: I think that the Planet of the Apes prequel trilogy, mainly directed by Matt Reeves, is one of the best trilogies. Period.
0: Period. Done with that sentence.
1: Done with that sentence. I think it is really good. I think it it does stuff. I think it does the thing that like re, uh, other reboot quills are trying to do. Um, or it does the thing that they that they should do, not that they're trying to do. This is doing something that those movies aren't trying to do. This does something this does what they should do. Uh, and I think it's I think it's like truly truly incredible and and very underrated um, trilogy of extremely good films uh yeah what about you where what what are your thoughts on Um, these apes
0: i remember when each ape movie came out each Mm -hmm. one came out and i'm talking about the prequels each one came out and i walked out and i was like yeah that was fine yeah that was fine (laughs) yeah that was fine people were raving and love the cool people you know the 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 cool film people were like, oh, this is the Mm -hmm. best, the best thing ever, the greatest, Andy Serkis is king. And I was like, yeah, I get it. Monkeys. I like monkeys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I, too, like monkeys.
0: But uh, this time around, I watched Rise. Then a few days later, I watched both Dawn and, or not, yeah, Dawn Stupid titles. Dawn, it's stupid
1: and backwards. It's stupid and backwards.
0: Dawn and War.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um as a double feature. And I like I like them a lot more than I did. Not Rise. Great. Rise
1: is. Rise is whatever. Rise yeah. is fine.
0: But specifically Dawn. Dawn of the Planet mm-hmm. of the Apes is just a good movie.
1: It's a good fucking movie. It's
0: just. It's like, um, uh, yeah, it's 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 just really, really good. It's kind of like the Godfather in some ways, like the Godfather Part One and Part Two squished together, <laughs> about the father and son dynamic and being a leader and being honorable and how to work with people. And war is also good. Yeah, I mean, war is bad, but war. For the, film. the Planet of the Apes is good.
1: Yeah.
0: Can't be said war yeah. is good at a time like this. No, um,
1: you cannot. <laughs> no, that's, you cannot.
0: That's how, you, that's how your good friend Sam Bannigan cuts your voice and that's your Instagram promo. <laughs> hey, Andrew Thomas, war is good. War is good. <laughs> I didn't say that. Hi, I'm Andrew Thomas, and I think the war is good. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah. Yeah. Planet of the Apes. Ooh, ooh. Ah, ah. Ching, ching. Tang, tang. What about a big, big, yeah, you knew what I was (laughs) throwing down. Um, You want to hop in to Rise...
1: Yeah, Rise of the Planet of the Apes 2011 directed by Rupert Wyatt.
0: Wyatt. Fletcher uh, is vet. Of...
1: Yeah. Uh yeah, Rupert Wyatt known for <laughs> directing a bunch of weird stuff. Uh Subterrain in 2001, The Escapist in tw- 2008 and then this. Uh and then he did uh The Gambler in 2014. He did Captive State. In 2019. I've not heard of any of these other films. It's crazy
0: Uh, how people just become studio directors. Yeah. It's insane to me. Yeah. All you have to do is have a penis and know how to hold a camera. That's it, baby. That's That's all you need.
1: He's produced some... uh, It looks like a, a documentary that was fairly popular... Um couple of them. Dark Days in 2001 and uh uh Fishing Without Nets. In fishing Without
0: Nets Oh yeah. no fishing without nets.
1: It's uh oh that's a drama. Ah that I guess he produced. <laughs> Honey!
0: Um, he's fishing without nets I fishing without nets. I see. Du, 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 this is my drama version of uh, fishing without nets.
1: Uh huh. Oh, that was it. Okay. um <laughs> Rude. Uh, yeah, River Wyatt. Uh, I, look, he does. He. It's fine. He made it's a movie. Like, so, he made a movie. He made a movie. It's not horrible. It's not good. But it's not bad. Um,
0: I have a question I've been thinking about since rewatching it the other day. Can yeah. James Franco act? Is only he...
1: in one movie? Because disaster artist.
0: <laughs> now that the dust has settled, and we've we've had a full you know James Franco career lifespan.
1: Yeah, and then he's also died, a piece of shit.
0: And then it's been a few years since it died. Watching yeah, he's, this he's
1: movie, a He's a huge piece of shit. We do not support James Franco. Yeah.
0: Watching this movie and watching the Spider-Man movies last year. Mm-hmm. Can James Franco act? He's no. good in in 127 Hours and in uh, Disaster Artist. Disaster the wind, my God.
1: Yeah, blow me away. Blow me away, my God.
0: <laughs> but... In this movie, John Lithgow and Andy Serkis are acting circles around him.
1: Yeah, everyone is. So is, uh, uh, fucking David David Oyelowo. (laughs) Oyelowo? It's hard.
0: I'm sorry. I'm sorry, man. Names are hard for me. I'm sorry.
1: That's fair. Uh, Yeah, David uh, Oyelowo is acting circles around him.
0: Like, it's like there's that one even scene even Brian
1: Cox who's in like one scene yeah even, Bri- even Tom Felton um,
0: yeah um there's the one scene where Caesar spoilers for all three of the movies
1: uh there's go watch these fucking movies for real they're on Disney Plus in Canada they're very good <laughs> not Kindly on recommend. Disney Plus here god I had to rent those yeah welcome to my life <laughs> do you know how many fucking movies I've had to rent for this fucking podcast <laughs>
0: No way so so let me paint a picture folks. So I'd thirty dollars leading... to
1: watch in the heights.
0: Oh that sucks. Wait. <laughs> don't how?
1: don't come don't how come did, looking at me. Was
0: it not? Oh wait, Canada. Yeah <laughs> Well I had to pay in total six dollars. No, in Fuck total you. eight. For both rise and war. I owe dog. Fuck you. Anyway, there's this scene where, uh, in Rise of the Play of the Apes, where uh, Caesar runs away from the house and wants to play with these kids. And the parent of the kids is like, oh, there's a chip here. What's happening? And then John Lithgow and James Franco run in. And James Franco's like, hey, Caesar, stop. I told you not to leave the house. I told you. (laughs) Don't hurt him. I told you not. And John Lithgow was like really putting his heart and soul in it. He was like, he mm-hmm. he just wanted to play. He just wanted to play,
1: please.
0: Like he's really yeah. putting his heart and soul. And I was yeah. just like, dang. I used to like James Franco. What is this? Was this I? This is wrong? James
1: Franco. What, yeah, this is this is every James Franco performance.
0: Was the Hollywood system pushing James Franco down my throat? I should have said yes. another. I should have phrased that another way,
1: but you should. Uh, but it's too late.
0: But it's too late. We're already here.
1: We're already here. Uh, uh, yeah, no, definitely. D- James Franco was a perfectly fine. Like he can say lines, and he looks like he he is. But he's not so God's obscenely break attractive breakers. that he could just be like a dude on yeah. the street. You know what I mean? Guy told now th- Dave Franco. <laughs> can
0: I say this one fun story? Um, sure. about James Franco. So this did happen to me. This happened to one of my coworkers at AMC. So apparently, more than once, more than once, James Franco would walk into the theater, uh, look at the showtimes, and then he would have like a hat, sunglasses, a scarf on. Uh, I was gonna say a mask, but that didn't exist back then. Um, uh, <laughs> mask didn't exist back then. Um it just didn't exist. <laughs> But, like, he would take off his scarf and then wait a little bit. Then take off his glasses, then wait a little bit. Then take off his hat, wait a little bit, look around, look around, wait for someone to go, Hey, are you? And he'd be like, Ah, sorry. Like, more than once he would come in, do that, and wait for someone to recognize him. This This is some hot goss that I heard.
1: That's wild. Anyway... Anyway,
0: um, the story that is, or,
1: very <laughs> it it is very weird. It is strange. It's a strange thing for him to do. Yeah, it's a very weird little thing.
0: Also, once I sold Jake Jonhson some candy, and he wouldn't look at me in the eyes. I still hold on to that. Okay, I still. Whoever he was with, we were chatting it up. I was making her laugh. It was great, mm-hmm. and I was like, "How are you, sir?" And he was like, "Fine." Hello. I was like, "Come on, man." Just look at me. Look at me. <laughs> but Sam Rockwell, he was cool. Me and Sam Rockwell chatted more than once. He recognized me. Yeah. Maybe I should go and ask for that. Jesus, definitely. Andrew, See? we're trying to talk about three movies.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to talk about three movies. I haven't eaten dinner yet. I'm hungry. You, like, we're. Ah. <laughs> We're like thirty minutes late to this recording. Oh, I want to play Elden Ring.
0: Is that still going on? How much do you got? Yes, left? Yes, it's
1: still going on.
0: How much you got left? This is this podcast. A this is what we do.
1: What's a lot? How many like, hours have you put in? And how
0: many I do you have, have to put, put in some
1: more? I have put in about thir- forty-three <coughs> hours. I probably have about sixty hours left.
0: As a vid- this is a real question, I'm genuinely uh-huh. asking this. As a gamer, does that make you go like, Ugh, or does that make you go, oh my god,
1: yes? For this game in particular, it makes me go, oh my god, yes.
0: But there has been there have been other games where you're like,
1: Ugh. uh huh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a game has to be real good for me to be like, yeah, I'll put a hundred hours into this. Dang,
0: that's good to hear.
1: I'll spend four entire days of my life playing this video game. Yeah,
0: that's what calls for. That's yeah. what the art form calls for.
1: Rise, that's what it is, baby. Welcome back, Rise. I'm just gonna say, Rise, Rise of the Planet of the Apes is fine. It's it sets up a lot of stuff that that works well later. I think the relationships that they build between, like, Caesar and Maurice and Rocket, I think, really work. Um, and showing how, how Caesar becomes a leader, I think, is, like, really, really great way to start this movie. Yes. I think where this movie really fails is in its, like, obsession with with referencing the old <laughs> Planet of the Apes movies. Really Gross. <laughs>
0: really gross. Yeah,
1: it's really it's really it's not great. Like Tom Felton is doing his best, but it it wants it's, it's a madhouse. It's a madhouse in here. <laughs> I'm like, what what's happening? You don't need this. Um the damn dirty ape thing also doesn't work. All the like newspaper stuff about the spaceship that's going to Mars that gets lost. Like I'm just like, I don't need this. Like I know what happens like you know yeah when this movie is is good is when it's you know caesar learning and becoming caesar like yeah. becoming the the ape he he is destined to become
0: it really and this is i guess Matt Reeves and whoever is the writer for the other two movies
1: but like it has it has two of the same writers
0: from the other. So the writers have stayed consistent.
1: So so the writers of Rise are uh, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver, who are like a writing duo. They've they've written all, all, anything that they've written. They've written together, it mm-hmm. looks like. Um, and then uh, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver stayed on for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes and added Mark Bomback, who's written a bunch of stuff um uh a lot of bad stuff honestly it's kind of weird that this like works as well as it did but wrote like um race to witch mountain uh die hard 4, 4.0 the 2012 total recall the wolverine like it's kind of weird that suddenly he comes onto the the writing team and they make a fucking phenomenal film uh, and then War for the Planet of the Apes. Uh, Rick Jaffa and Amanda Silver both leave, and then it's Matt Reeves and Mark Bomback. Wow, in War for the Planet of the Apes.
0: Because the thing that shocked me with all three is just how consistent they are with keeping with keeping up Caesar's arc. He never regresses. Mm-hmm. He never goes back. It ne- there's never like a leap of logic. It all yeah. makes sense. It all makes sense that this guy who's just tried his best just stumbled into being the, the Martin Luther King for apes.
1: Yeah. It's, it's kind of why, like, uh, this is part of why I think this trilogy is so well done is because like, if you just watch it, like, it's like, you get to see this fucking amazing character arc of Caesar, like from a literal baby to his death. Like you see his whole life, you see all the stuff, right? Like, and I think it's so well done and so interesting and like really compelling. Like by the end of war, I'm like, every time I, I've watched this trilogy, that's probably the third time I've watched this trilogy Ooh. since it's like ended Um, by the end of war. Like every time I'm just like, Oh God, this is so, it's like such a, it's, it's like heartbreaking, but it's also like rewarding of like, yeah, he deserves a good, like a peaceful death. <laughs> Had you know?
0: remembered the truth that once was spoken.
1: Yeah, it's it's great. <laughs> I think I think it's I think it's really wonderful. Uh, and Andy Circus should have been nominated for so many Oscars. Uh, it's kind of wild that he wasn't, and the and the the effects team also should have won a million. Like it should never have been a question.
0: So here's the thing. <clears throat> I know the first one. So the first CGI,
1: Rise. Rise is the worst, but it's still really good. It's still, still really good. It's still, there's just a couple moments where it's like,
0: eh, eh. Did you ever see Hugo? No. Martin Scorsese's Hugo? Hugo won Best Visual Effects that year. Then so
1: Against Rise? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine.
0: Then for 2014, Interstellar won best visual effects Don't over Planet
1: Dawn is, no, <coughs> Don of the Planet Apes looks better than Interstellar visually for visual effects stuff
0: look at those mountains <clears throat> they're not mountains it's pretty good pretty good looking water mountains
1: <laughs> disagree I, <laughs> uh, compared to compared to I get to watch actual fucking monkeys on screen
0: now, here's the one I'm really curious to hear your opinion. Last time, marketed as the last Planet of the Apes movie. If it's going to win, it's going to win now. It yeah. loses to Blade Runner 2049. I give it to Warner Honestly, every day of the week.
1: I I also give it to War every day of the week. That's War looks so good. War looks so good. Blade Runner 24-9, also a stunning film. The visual effects in Blade Blade Runner are top tier. But I'm looking at a real monkey this whole movie.
0: In War, there's that one shot with Maurice, and it's just a close-up. It's when he first uh, sees Nova. Ugh. And it it it's looks so real. It's funny. Even, That's a monkey. Even Dawn had a few moments where I was like, ah, it's dating. I see it. It's starting to date. War has not dated yet. It looks like a real I, don't,
1: monkey. I, I personally don't see it in Dawn either. Like I think I think they both look fucking phenomenal.
0: And, you know, since we're here, do you have anything else to say with Rise of the Planet of the Age?
1: No. Yeah. Rise is fine. It sets up the two fantastic films and it does that perfectly well yeah i'm glad rupert wyatt like left the project like i'm glad matt reeves came in and was like i got you
0: no offense rupert um (laughs) but now that we're here Uh, i will say with dawn there is a moment in all the times i've watched it and i've always applauded the cgi is that you forget at one point you're so the story is so good that you're like Yeah. yeah Yeah, wait a minute, these are these aren't real monkeys. This is some guy in a black and gray skin tight suit acting yep. like a monkey. Yep. Dang. Everyone involved Dang. really committed.
1: It's fucking great.
0: It could not be Jason Clark talking to talking to Andy Circus looking like that.
1: <laughs> It'd be like, you're gonna save us all, man. But the wonder, but the great thing about Dawn is that like Jason Clark, Carey Russell, and Gary Oldman, all fucking sell it like it's no big deal. Like yeah. they're ki- they're killing it. Like they're just like, yep, I'm. This is a monkey. Let's go. Like it's so it's so wild how how good all the performances in Dawn are. I really like Dawn is like fucking top top tier movie it's very good it's shocking it's one of the best sequels ever made
0: it really is that's why i was shocked about it really picks up the themes all right everyone knows caesar is the is the go everyone trust caesar he's the leader he's gonna lead the apes now here we go it's not him yeah figuring out what what it means to be a leader we're past that we're past, we're past that, that
1: dude Yeah, I love that. I love that there's a 10 year jump between the end of Rise and the start of Dawn that it's like that they're like, we haven't seen humans in two years. We don't think they're still out there. I love that. I love that. They're just like, yeah, I guess like this is us like this. We just got to live. We just got to. You tell me
0: we'll call this a platter of the apes.
1: (laughs) Uh. Uh, But then fucking. What's his name? Uh, Toby Cabell? No, not. uh Toby Cabell's performance is not so good. Uh. Hey, pfft, no, I'm trying to find Together! together
0: strong!
1: Kirk. Uh, oh, God, I'm so sorry. S As, 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 Kirk Asavito?
0: Asavito. Uh,
1: uh he's a guy who, who plays, uh, uh, the dude who hates all the apes in the in the group of humans. Oh yes, that guy. He he fucking rolls up and shoots one of them, and shit gets crazy. What? Uh, yeah, what a good fucking movie. This movie's so good. This movie's so good.
0: D- I'm shocked fucking- how much oh. Caesar isn't in the film. There's a lot. It's a lot with his mm-hmm. son. It's a lot with Jason Clark. Why why do you think they did that?
1: I think honestly like it was like a like a budgeting and timing constraint of like we need to make sure we can get this movie out so we need to have people in it <laughs> so that the stuff with the monkeys like that whole climactic battle on the tower looks as good as possible. I think if yeah. we had spent more time with Caesar in this movie than it would have looked worse. But as it stands, I think it works really well. I think also just like they wanted to you know, show Caesar's Caesar and the other apes like development into like speaking. Yeah. And it's like, it's only been 10 years. You haven't had any reason to speak. Really? Like sign language is working perfectly fine for you. It, you know, it's very rare that that you all need to talk to each other. Um, and so I think also just that means that by the time we get to war and it's like a bunch of apes are talking, like every ape says something at some point, basically. Um, you know, showing showing that this is... They're still getting better. They're still getting smarter. They're still on their way to becoming like the planet of the apes that we know. From the from the sixties, sixties, seventies, sixties, sixties. I watched 68. that
0: as well. I watched the original. It's wild. It's a
1: crazy yeah.
0: movie. Have you seen it? Yeah,
1: I saw it when I was like a kid. I can't remember it. It, it was, but it's like it's like it's like a ch- like it's a it's like. Y- it's like just like dudes talking, right? Like it's just dudes in ape suits talking they're, for like two Exactly.
0: Cuz at one point they're talking like is this a man? Is he valid? And then it cuts to this plastic monkey and I'm like, "Oh, I get it." <laughs> I get it. <laughs> they're talking They just they just talking about how we should all chill with each other. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just so it's weird cuz the idea of doing this Not just trilogy, but when they made it, it was just they were just wanted to do Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I'm assuming that idea is so cynical. It's just like, what do we want to do? Well, we can do a prequel, see the apes take over the world, and make it really dark and gritty. Uh, It just seems so cynical, and it's shocking that it works so well. What in our adolescence? You know, you you in Canada, you in Alberta, me in America, me in Texas. What? Mm-hmm. Why do you think it, it it What's the word I'm looking for? Resonated, resonated so much because the people who loved it loved it.
1: People, I love those. I people,
0: mean, yeah. exactly. You are one of those people.
1: Yeah. Um. I don't know. I I mean, uh, part of it is just like the technical mastery of yeah. it, like seeing a fucking monkey on screen for two hours is kind of insane
0: riding a horse and shooting a gun
1: yeah like what the fuck and like that shot and like the cobas like caesar and coba are such a good fucking like counterparts to each other like it's just it's so it's i think it's really well written i think it's just like like it just is a good movie like it doesn't matter like it, it it this is this is now this is a hot take, and I and I understand that I, I you will not agree with me, but I think this is like the this is other than maybe like Last Jedi, this is like rivals Dark Knight in levels of like you took a you took like a pretty solid start and just kind of went nutty with it. Like you kind of just made one of the best movies like Don is so well done i think like i think yeah i think this whole Toby Kebbell and Andy Circus i think should have won oscars for Don
0: Now, i disagree like that I they get, should have won oscars what what you okay. what do you get
1: like i know other there are other performances from 2014 and 2017 that were like really good i totally get that but like fucking like one of them Andy Circus maybe give maybe give Andy Circus one for war but Toby Campbell as Koba. So good. This is this is what I've
0: been debating with myself ever since people wanted Andy Serkis to get nominated for Rise of the Planet of the Apes. I wasn't in the movie scene for Lord of the Rings. He shouldn't. He shouldn't. <laughs> he shouldn't have gotten nominated for Rise. But I remember. I mean, I don't remember. But I remember hearing people were like, "Yo, Gollum should get nominated."
1: Uh, eh. uh I think I think he he generally does like a very like a like like I think Gollum and and Caesar in in Rise are are very are very very good like technical achievements not great performing achievements. I think by the time you get to Dawn and War I think Andy Circus is delivering truly like incredible performances that are also aided by the the stupidly good technical stuff but is is still fucking just the best.
0: Because that's my thing. Ooh, they're so it's so technical. Where does the tech begin and the acting be and end? Or vice versa I should say. Where does the well, acting it, it, end? And the tech began.
1: Yeah, I mean, it, it it really comes down to the fact that like the way that they do all this mocap stuff, like with all the dots on their face, like that is just Andy Circus's face doing all those movements, right? Like they've just mapped Caesar's face on top of his to match all the muscle movements of Andy Circus. So it is still Andy Circus's performance, but it's essentially extremely good makeup.
0: Jared Leto wasn't good at makeup.
1: <laughs> no, Jared Leto was not good in makeup, which me which makes it a bad performance. But Andy Circus is still able to deliver like a very powerful emotional performance through this digital makeup. Right?
0: But like, also
1: Jared Leto is a bad actor like I don't know ooh, why like, shots if, fired. I, if you're if you're comparing Andy Circus and Jared Leto I think there's a problem I think you I don't think you are understanding what's happening here
0: yeah, Jessica Chastain did it she acted through makeup
1: yeah I'm, like plenty of people can lots of good performances have been done through makeup this is one of them
0: but you if, if you can make him you can do some digital trickery you can make him move a muscle with a computer click a face- okay
1: you can you also edit every single movie to get the best take like how is it any How is that's, it any different
0: that's like, different because he's not doing it a computer is
1: but he's doing this like he did this performance he did the movements he did like they had the camera on the face to so map it to the thing like I think I think genuinely Andrew like I don't I don't mean this as an insult please don't take it as an insult yeah, I take think if it you as knew please don't I think if you knew more about how this stuff worked you would agree with me cuz I've watched a lot of videos about like this and like video game mocap and how all that like computer stuff works
0: you are a video game guy
1: and that and this is just that right like this is just like this is how you get a good performance out of these actors like it's it's the same sort of thing. I've watched fucking t- probably too many videos about <laughs> how, how all this works. <laughs> but they but they put all these dots on your face. I'm sure you've seen, yeah, all the dots on people's faces, so that they can just make a make a model of a face and just put it kind of on. And those dots are just indicating like, oh, this part of the model should move when this dot moves. And so you're just seeing Andy Circus's performance. There's just essentially a digital face on it, but they, you don't usually change a whole lot <laughs> between those things. They obviously have to add in like the tears to go on to the digital face. Yeah, I, that's what I'm, I'm talking sure. About. <laughs> I'm because Andy circus is such a, like, like devoted to this craft of mocap. I'm sure he was actually crying in those, I'm sure they were just like, Oh, he's crying in the scene. We're going to put tears on Caesar's face.
0: Also, I'm just afraid of digital Luke Skywalker. and and These movies help that happen.
1: But that's entirely different. That is fully replacing an actor. Like they don't have a real actor on set that they're mapping that to. They don't have a real voice that they're that a real voice performance that they're doing. This is the exact opposite where they have a real actor and they have Andy Serkis actually delivering these lines and not a neural net and a completely CGI tennis ball of Luke Skywalker.
0: How did Mark Hamill let that happen?
1: Did he sign that off like in the 80s? Probably. Probably, yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah, one day this magical technology is going to happen. No chance. Well, no, it probably happened when I
1: probably happened when he signed on for for the sequel trilogy, right?
0: So so s- scary because that would
1: have been a different contract. Disney would have been like, "Yeah, we need to know, we need to have your likeness from this whole thing." Although it is his younger likeness, so I don't know how that I don't know how how that all sort of that works. works. Yeah,
0: Carrie Fisher used to have this joke where she said, "Every time I look in the mirror, I owe George Lucas ten cents."
1: Nah, that's funny, man. Rip to Carrie fish. <laughs>
0: rip, rip, to a true legend.
1: <laughs> rip to a real one.
0: <coughs>
1: uh, I'm gonna go quickly check on my cat. Give me one, please, side. please. Uh, do you want do you want to talk about your thoughts on uh, on Toby Cable, Andy Circus, or or War for the Planet of the Apes? Woody Harrelson shows up. That's pretty funny. I,
0: I mean. With Don, I like Don. Don and Toby Kebbell. <laughs> now I'm just saying words. Um Tony Kebbell's really good in the movie. He he adds so much. I remember people were propping him up to be the next Andy Circus, and then it went nowhere. Then he did Fantastic Four. Uh be like sure. that sometimes. Work, human. Work. It's great. Yeah, but then we get to war. Woody Harrelson, scary villain. A lot yeah. of what well, Woody, Woody Harrelson's running around nowadays. Hmm. Uh, there's a lot of them. Yeah. The great are good.
1: Um. Or for the Planet Apes, kicks ass.
0: How do you feel about them killing off Caesar's son and wife? First act. First act.
1: It's tough. Like, these movies, like, okay, I, I'll, I'll give you this. My biggest gripe with all of these movies is that there are, like, no women. Yeah. In any of them. Uh, the, like the most prominent woman is Karen Conneval, who we haven't mentioned up to this point, but does a fucking incredible performance as Maurice in all three of these movies. That orangutan is the is the best. I love Maurice so much. <laughs> oh, fucking good, good movie. Uh, so Karen Connavall does a phenomenal, phenomenal job as Maurice, uh, but she's playing a like. A, Male hipping. A male monkey. Yeah. So Judy Greer that kind of is stuff.
0: Caesar's wife. Yeah. Wild. Isn't that wild? Wild. Yeah. Famous actress. Um,
1: Judy Greer. So like I, I, I understand why they do it. I think it is a I think it is a good way to kick off this this last movie. Um you know, it gives it I think it I think I think it works because like because of the the parallels that they're drawing between Caesar and Koba mm-hmm. throughout this movie. The fucking also the shots of Koba are so well done. Really good. And the and the this movie also just, this movie should have won that fucking Oscar. Um the fact that they like do complicated lighting in all of their scenes is like truly wild to look at in some of it like when caesar is first talking to woody harrelson in his <laughs> office and there's like that that like spotlight that's like spinning around Ooh. that keeps lighting up the room they didn't have to do that they didn't have to do it that it would have been us. a million times easier to not do that but instead <laughs> they like treat it like real like like it's it's ugh, it's so well done um and, uh, yeah. So, so I think as as this movie kind of draws on Caesar's relationship with Koba and how and the guilt that he feels for having to kill him and like all that different stuff, like I think it, I think it works super super well. By the time you get to the the part where like everyone's out of the jail and he's like Koba couldn't let go of his anger and I can't either. Like I have to go do this. Is like, ah, so, is so wonderful. I think, so I think that, I think because that is where this story kind of goes, I, I think that killing off the, the wife and and son works really well.
0: It is.
1: Do you agree?
0: (laughs) I agree. You said something that lit up my face. Uh...
1: What did you just uh, say? The guilt that he feels? Yeah!
0: Because in Dawn, I was like, when he just drops Coba, I was like, ah, come on, you, you were Caesar, you're the goat. You, you always find another way. What is mm. this? I remember being in the theater, I'm like, I guess Superman kills, who cares?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: who cares? Sure, Caesar kills, why not? <clears throat> but I love how that, that one decision... At the end of that movie is such you feel the presence all throughout it of him being like yeah no I don't sleep well at night no. knowing that I killed someone who shot
1: me who's
0: trying to bring me down yeah it still bugs me
1: it still bugs him like it's that's the, again part of why I think that that Caesar's arc through these three movies is like one of the best character arcs that has ever been written in. A trilogy of films, like it's like, I love Back to the Future. Back to Future is my favorite movie of all time. Marty McFly doesn't have this kind of arc. Marty McFly is the same dude from day one. Don't call him a chicken. Don't call him a chicken. Like that's it. That's his whole thing, right? Like, even Luke Skywalker's arc in in the original trilogy, like, isn't this well done? I think it's well done. It's not this.
0: The movie, right? The like, movie about the monkey.
1: <clears throat> the movie about the fucking monkey has a better character arc than any trilogy that I've seen. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll say that straight up. Better than better than Spider Man, better than Dark Knight, better than than uh, yeah, all the all the trilogies that I've seen. I think Caesar's arc is better. I did put that caveat in there because I know we're doing the Godfather soon, so maybe the Godfather <laughs> will change my mind.
0: <laughs> hopefully, hopefully. Um, but
1: as of now, March twentieth, twenty twenty two, two years into into the COVID nineteen pandemic. <laughs> uh, Caesar Caesar has the best character arc in any trilogy I've ever seen. <sighs>
0: Why are people anti-vaxxers?
1: <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to. We why, don't need to get into I, all this.
0: They're just a bunch of people who shot their son in the head.
1: Yeah.
0: And at that moment, Woody Harrelson, all the well, I mean, not all. No, when I say all, I mean I'm including John Lithgow, not uh, okay. not James Franco. But all the yeah. human actors in all of these movies are really good.
1: Yeah, they all do a great job. Gary Oldman killing it as always.
0: Woody Harrelson is like so, like such a such a schmuck. Shut up! A... I love it. <laughs> he's walking I out and he's shaving his head.
1: Oh, while they're like cheering for him as yeah. if he's like a god. Oh, is also the parallels between Caesar and the Colonel? of like both of these like all the apes treat Caesar like a god figure like that first the intro of Caesar in this in in war where it's like the POV shot of of like the sea of apes parting in front of him is so well done
0: there's two batman shots there's that shot they do the same thing in the batman and also do there's do the the something game. where rockets fighting a guy and the guy shooting his gun
1: yes 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 i was like i also yeah
0: screaming in my bed i was like oh
1: yeah i I I noticed that too (laughs) i was like oh shit that's the batman thing uh yeah also i want to shout out the fucking just just part of matt reeve's amazing direction of of these two films the starting and ending shots of dawn being that close-up of caesar's eyes just chef's kiss extremely good
0: yeah the, it, it, the first time you see it, it's determined, and this one is kind of defeated. Yeah. Um, yeah, really well thought out. Really. Matt Reeves, who would have thought? It's great. Who would have thought?
1: Who would have thunk it?
0: Especially after Cloverfield.
1: Yeah, right? That's crazy. Um. Huh. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just hi Ebenezer. morale They
0: do get kind of boring in the middle. Each one kind of has a moment where you're like, "All right."
1: <laughs> I disagree. Disagree? What? Uh, yeah. What What do you mean? What What are you talking about?
0: There's a moment where they're all fixing a dam, and it's like right before Koba goes to the human. Uh, before he acts like a like a circus monkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a moment there where I'm like, okay, alright, let's keep it moving. And then there's and a I moment like, I in like Dawn all that stuff. or not Dawn, war. <clears throat> where they're in a camp, Caesar gets captured and you're like, oh, is this the movie now? Which is kinda cool. It's kinda cool. But also yeah I want to see these monkeys in- and <laughs> enslaved.
1: It's, I I I disagree. I think I think it's great. Yeah. I think it's a good fucking time.
0: Sometimes you do need to see monkeys
1: enslaved. Sometimes, <laughs> whoa. Sometimes
0: I have no comment.
1: Sometimes you get really good scenes of of all the monkeys doing the apes together, strong thing. The scene with a little girl when she's like walking around the camp.
0: We're we'll talking about
1: sexism.
0: Nova in the original movie is just a chunk of meat. Just a hook what? of meat for Charlton Heston to push around. That's There's a moment wow. where I gave the movie five out of five stars on Letterboxd and then she doesn't talk and they have sex or it's implied they have sex and he's like you can't speak. You can't talk. By God you're the perfect woman. And I was like, ah, oh, I can't, can't have this be five uh, out of five, can't.
1: No, can't, can't do that. That's bad. <laughs> but I'm Don't okay with a
0: four out of five and a heart. <laughs> and
1: a heart. <laughs> the heart is the secret sixth star exactly. on Letterboxd.
0: <laughs> so I cheated. I did give it five stars. <laughs> 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 oh, oh Lordy. Oh,
1: oh, oh. Uh, do you have anything else you want to chat about with, with Planet of the Apes or or otherwise before we kind of I really, wrap up? I want to
0: talk about Batman villains, but before that, I okay. want to wrap up. I really, I wanted to, I was the one who proposed this whole thing. Uh, yeah. And the Batman was just a bit too good. I was like, where did this come from? Where did Matt Reeves and Matt Reeves I've,
1: been doing it
0: I realize I've been sleeping on Matt Reeves have not been sleeping yeah. on what Rupert Weiss
1: Rupert Wyatt
0: <laughs> have not been sli- I've been sleeping on him and it's been comfortable but Matt Reeves yeah. I was like oh okay Matt yeah I'm really really excited for the Batman sequel more than I ever was I was excited for the Batman for Robert Pattinson but now I'm like oh mm-hmm. He he does know. He's not just a studio director.
1: No, he has. He knows what he wants to do. He wants to, you know, make these. I, th- I think if Matt Reeves wants to become. Obviously, I, I always want directors to do original work. But if, if Matt Reeves really wants to stick to like these big IPs, I hope that he sticks to this. Like, I'm going to really do my own take on it. Like. Dawn and War are such different sort of movies to to any other reboot goals. Like, they're just, like, yeah, I'm using the IP, but, like, I'm telling a different fucking story. Like, I'm doing my own thing. And that kind of feels like what he's doing with the Batman, too. Of, like, yeah, 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 I'm making a Batman movie. But I'm also kind of not making a Batman movie. <laughs>
0: he makes movies about, like... I don't know. Maybe it is because, because like all movies, it's made for for man, for men. But like, it's about specifically men being lost within themselves. Within yeah, very trying to Figure out how to be some how to be the person they want to be in this complicated world.
1: Yeah, and it's and I think I think I think it it's it's a one it's a, a very interesting subject matter to approach and i'm glad that he's approaching it not like in a in a shitty way like it seems like he between dawn war and the batman like he really wants to look at it and not just kind of like gloss over it and just kind of be like yeah he's dark and gritty because it's cool it's like well no caesar has like an inner life and an inner
0: bruce wayne's kind of a loser
1: Bruce Wayne's a loser. Like we gotta, like you know, you kind of work through the whole thing. I think that works really well, and I think Matt Reeves does a really good job of of doing that. Um, and yeah, I'm I'm stoked to see whatever uh, whatever Matt Reeves does from here on out. Honestly,
0: don't just do your two other Batman movies and that's it. I don't need to see him direct the Penguin show and then do the Catwoman show. And then direct the, the Alfred off. I don't need it. <laughs> I don't need it, Matt.
1: I don't need it.
0: Do original movies. I
1: don't need it.
0: Find a writer you like and make their movies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean he wrote he wrote The Batman and with someone else, right? I believe so. Talk about this. The Batman. Yeah, a bunch of people.
0: He says
1: oh, one one person, sorry. Ooh. Written with Matt Reeves and Peter Craig.
0: Ooh. He says he wants to do Mr. Freeze in the future.
1: Oh, well, that'd be fun.
0: I'm curious what he's gonna do with the Joker. Especially nowadays. I,
1: apparently I heard I heard a thing that like he said that he doesn't want to do the Joker it was just kind of like a thing that he wanted to throw into this movie as like a, here's like a fun thing. <laughs> here's his Joker. He dealt with him. Yeah. We're going to move on. We're yeah. going to do other stuff.
0: That would be cool.
1: Uh, <clears throat> but- also, I've learned from, I learned from a Patrick Williams video. One, it's pronounced Kion. Barry Kion.
0: Oh, okay.
1: Not Ke- Not Kyogen. Kion. Uh, and also, uh, with Barry Keown, um there are now more uh, movie jokers than there are movie Batman. Makes sense. Yeah. Wait. Just a fun. How? Because we've gotten... We've gotten a Joker for every Batman plus one because of Walking Phoenix.
0: Oh, we're not—we're not going to count the little boy. That's not Batman. That's Bruce Wayne. That's Bruce What? No, that's like true Bruce Wayne. That's Bruce Wayne before anything interesting happens to him.
1: Yeah, that's just a (laughs) shitty little rich kid.
0: (laughs) He ain't Batman. He doesn't know what it means to be Batman. Batman.
1: He's a fucking loser. Um. Yeah, Mister Freeze would be fun. I want to do something. I want to. I want Matt Reeves to do someone weird, but like in the
0: themes between War, War, of the play of the episode. I don't want him to do the same thing. But like this idea of of like finding yourself and finding the parallels. We already did the Riddler, that worked mm-hmm. within it itself. How else can we? What other villains can? Uh, explore that feeling more. I feel like Mr. Freeze is just a guy who's tried to save his wife.
1: Yeah. I mean you would need you would need the setup and I don't think you could do it in I don't think you could necessarily do it in one movie and then do it in the next movie to make this work. But doing like the red hood Yeah thing. But then you would need to introduce Robin, kill Robin, but then Robin's not dead and he's actually the Red Hood.
0: And not make it feel like Winter Soldier
1: yeah exactly right like I think but yeah I don't know um also I I I, uh, shout outs to Patrick Willems latest video I do hope that they do a Robin in the Batman I think it would be fun
0: it would be fun see this kid grow up
1: Yeah. yeah
0: see him become a dad
1: yeah right like he's already dealing with so much I think I think it would be an interesting wrench to kind of throw into robert pattinson's batman
0: maybe because i know him as edward i just still see him as that as a 17 year old that's my thing with 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 having him as a having that batman with a robin i'm like but he's still young what's the what's the (laughs) that's my only issue i want to see a robin but i'm just like but he it's just two two 20 year olds fighting together
1: (laughs) yeah i mean look i i i I just think it could be interesting maybe just to introduce robin yeah as like maybe maybe he doesn't become robin until like the end of the movie sort of thing of like he's kind of just like dealing with this kid while also having to do other stuff it's like i gotta deal with this kid but also i gotta go punch colin farrell in the face (laughs) hey vengeance Uh... you take my money uh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know who would be a good Batman villain.
0: The Koba I don't, of I'm the, not. Of the Batman. I, I'm
1: mainly. I'm mainly familiar with like the most popular ones. You know, the Poison Ivies, the Joker's, the Banes, the Man Bats, the the Condiment Kings, the Condiment Kings, the the Firefly. Is that Fireflies? Court of the Owls. Firefly? That'd be cool. Yeah, they do. They do really want to do Court of Owls. They have uh, Paul Dano, Robert Pattinson, and Matt Reeves have all separately said that they want to do Court of Owls, so they might do Court of Owls.
0: That'd be a fun, fun thing. Hugo Strange. I don't know who that is. <laughs> Just another businessman.
1: Great. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I think. I think also a Poison Ivy could be fun. And-
0: i can't even finish it dang it i just want
1: to you can't even start
0: yeah i can't even start i just want to say and it'd be hot
1: all right my name is sam bandigan (laughs) and
0: i am been thomas
1: Thanks so much for listening to this podcast. It means the world to us. Uh, If you want to support the show, you can join Linux Studios over on a Patreon, patreon.com slash welcomebackpod. Yacht, yacht, yacht. For as little as five bucks a month, you got a bonus episode every single month that we got to record in the next week and a half. Yeah. Uh, uh, I looked at a calendar earlier today, so it's not a surprise. uh
0: So it's not a surprise for me this time.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um yeah if you wanna if you wanna financially support us five bucks a month over there will help us out a whole lot uh if you don't have the money or don't wanna give us money, we totally understand uh we hope that you sub- follow us on social medias we're at welcome back pod on all the different things um follow us on all the different pod catchers of your choice uh subscribe rate review all the, all those different things really really helps out the show um in a major major way
0: also. Till you're packed about podcast. Oh, this is Caesar talking so completely. I, Caesar's here. He's been here the whole time, so he's gonna do this Oh, here.
1: we had Andy Circus in the room the whole time? We yes. Didn't? God damn it, Andrew. Friends, family, love talking
0: about movies. Listen to friends, Talk about movies while we're friends, because because film together, strong.
1: Sure.